0: Hi, I'm Angela Ardolino, and welcome to Your Natural Dog, my podcast featuring in-depth conversation with the world's leading holistic veterinarians and pet care pros. Join us every week as we reveal natural alternatives to the outdated, one-size-fits-all pet care model we're used to. If you like what you hear, please make sure to leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. The only way we can get our message out to pet parents all over the world is with your support. Stop barking. I'm trying to record a podcast. Hey everybody. It's Angela Lena with your natural dog. And my guest today is one of my good friends, Krista Fox, the owner of pug and hound apothecary. She basically runs this apothecary with her husband, Jeff, and they, they, Have learned about all of these amazing holistic modalities for their special needs dog, Bruce Wayne, the pug, who I love that darn dog. Anyway, she's on the episode today because we're going to talk about mushrooms that actually support and help our dogs with respiratory issues and cardiovascular issues. And her dog, Brucey, has all kinds of issues. And we have started using mushrooms on him, our actual breathe tincture from MycoDog and literally overnight have seen amazing results. So we're gonna talk about why that's happening, what research shows us, how these mushrooms can really help our dogs that have breathing and cardiovascular issues. So stay tuned. And we're back with Krista Fox, the extraordinaire, one of my favorite people on this earth. And those of you who don't know Krista, she is a veterinary technician, but she has worked with some of the, I guess, what do we call the most famous, you know, integrative and holistic veterinarians that you guys would probably recognize some of their names. And she also owns Pug and Hound Apothecary, which is basically a local boutique store outside of Chicago Yep, that is like an apothecary it's where you can find all the natural remedies that help our dogs and cats and pets. Do you get more than dogs and cats? Do you get any like pigs or ferrets or guinea pigs? I actually yeah,
1: actually we do have a giant potbelly pig that is one of our customers and he buys um CBD and joint support from us. Yay!
0: Yeah, we have a pig, a <laughs> potbelly that comes in for grooming. Um, at our shop (laughs) and an Angora bunny that comes to get shaved like every three months. It's hilarious. But today we're talking about mushrooms and we're talking about mushrooms that help our dogs that are having breathing issues. And uh, of course, you have a baby dog that has breathing issues. Those of you who don't know Bruce Wayne, the pug, there he is, the most (laughs) handsome, beautiful baby dog in the world. I love him so much. Was sleeping. What the hell, mom? I don't. I don't get out of bed for less than twenty five thousand dollars. Where's my check? Yeah, (laughs) he's not getting any treatos for this. So cute. Yeah,
1: Bruce is. Bruce is the reason that I do everything that I do. The reason I became a vet tech, got into the animal health industry, and all of his issues have basically been. How I learn everything because he's been diagnosed or suspected to have just about every disease condition in the book. So, I, I know, you made um, me feel better. I
0: felt like that happened with Odie. The older they get, the more things they say they have. And you're like, what? No, my God, he's just getting older. But do tell us about Bruce yeah. and what his condition is.
1: So, Bruce has a couple issues. He has uh, pug myelopathy, which is a form of constrictive myelopathy, a spinal cord disease. So that obviously uh, interferes with his mobility. So he's got wheels. He's paralyzed in the rear end, but he gets massage
0: therapy. And that doesn't stop him.
1: No, he gets massage, acupuncture, chiropractic, laser, you name it, every week. But he also has the typical other pug stuff, so namely hacking, which this hacking, coughing, sneezing, upper respiratory. I mean, he had a period of a couple of years where he just was snorting out basically glue every single day. No one could figure that out. And kind of what happened in the past couple years is that outward mucus seemed to turn inward and go in the back of his throat. So he was just constantly making these awful hacking noises, almost sounded like he had kennel cough. So he's been put on about a billion different things. We've, I mean, he's been scoped, x-rayed, you name it. No one can really find anything, you know, wrong. There's no tumors, polyps, anything like that. He's just got a really flat face. And some issues getting out the mucus and phlegm that's in the back of his throat. So he's been put on antibiotics, antifungals, prednisone, antihistamines. Um, I've tried more natural stuff like homeopathy, various herbs to get this under control. And it's it's tricky. It's you know because it when I visited you in Florida, it completely disappeared, which was great. But up here in the Midwest, he seemed to just have a continual issue. So... And
0: during the summer, if he was here, it'd probably be different also because of the humidity yeah. and pollen and things like that. But because you came in March when the sure. weather is perfection. Yes. And it's yes. amazing because even when I was preparing for us to get on, I decided to type into Google, my dog is hacking, coughing. And Every single thing says your dog has kennel cough. And it's ridiculous. Yep. Like, I'm like, okay, let me change. Old dog is hacking kennel cough. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's not. Jeez. And I, yep. I know you owning your store, you probably get people that ask about it all the time. But I'm like, you're not sleeping. None of these people are sleeping at night because... There is going to be at least one episode in the evening that in the middle of the night that your dog wakes up because they don't have to be doing anything where they have the episode and they start hacking. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times it is old age. It's linked to respiratory issues or cardiovascular issues. And what's beautiful is that this is literally why I made my mushroom tincture breathe is because... I learned so much about these mushrooms. They had already been researched. I already know that combining more than one together is going to make them more powerful and synergistic. Added ashwagandha, which has already been studied and helped supporting. What I didn't know is how quickly dogs, we would see results. Like, I'm blown away.
1: Bruce, it it was overnight.
0: That's crazy. Like, I think it's amazing. Yeah. And you tell me the same thing if you have this experience where you read about an herb, a plant, a mushroom, you find an extract extract of that mushroom plant, you use it, and it not only does exactly what you read about, but it does it fast, like yeah, overnight. This,
1: this product was the f- the first thing I had, had found for him where I actually noticed a difference. And, you know, with natural stuff, sometimes there is a, a time that, you know, it takes for it to work. You usually give it a couple weeks and then you start to see results. This was literally overnight where I was like, oh my God, he's not hacking. Like, what did I do? <laughs> cause I, I do so many things. I'm like, oh, I added that breathe tincture, but I didn't even think about it. Like, cause I'm just so used to it not being, you know, with, with Western medicine, you, you take a pill and something works right away with natural medicine. It's usually not that way, but I think the way these mushrooms are extracted, formulated and the potency of them. And just the bioavailability of the fact that it's in a nice liquid glycerite, it's it just works. I mean, I, I and I now sell it to so many customers. I have something to give right. them when they, you know, their dog doesn't have kennel cough and does have just this flat face respiratory issue. I finally have a tool that I can stand behind and that it actually works. Where it was like before. Like, yeah, you could try some, you know, anti-inflammatories, try this, try that. But nothing had that quick turnover like the breathe, the breathe extract has. It's, it's been amazing. And it's been a lifesaver for Bruce and for my sanity. Good.
0: I'm so glad. And you can sleep at night. And I know that, um, A full spectrum hemp extract helped tremendously also, but the fact that we can take these mushrooms and use the extracts this way and see a response so quickly is a beautiful thing. So whenever I hear someone say, oh, CBD didn't work, or I tried mushrooms and I didn't really feel anything, I'm like, yeah you're not getting a product that's probably not even an extraction of the actual fruiting body where all those, we have to do a dual extraction to get those compounds that have already been proven to be anti-tumor, anti-cancer, support Mm. the heart, support the lungs. So Mm. some of those mushrooms that are in there, when I researched them, I also had to find them being grown here in the United States where I could go and visit, and know that they're being grown the right way. And the reason that I made these tinctures is because I have mostly senior and geriatric dogs suffering from uh, CCD or these breathing hacking issues, which nobody really had anything that worked. So, when I saw that mushrooms interact with the endocannabinoid system and had already been proven to work on breathing and cardiovascular health, I was all in. And then to see it work well, so I think fast that's, is
1: beautiful. Yeah. And I do wonder too, if part of the reason that it did work so quickly and effectively for Bruce is because he is already on full spectrum rep right. extract every single day, has been for many years. So I think that that beautiful synergy, it was like, Oh, you're my, My happy little partner, let's work together and take over the world.
0: (laughs) these mushrooms, ashwagandha, and full-spectrum hemp extract are all adaptogens, and it's already been proven. We have the research that proves that when you put more than one adaptogen together, they are more powerful and synergistic. It's not just us saying this, but let's talk about some of the mushrooms that are in the breathe tincture because they're so beautiful, but What I think is awesome is that cordyceps, the cordyceps strain that we use has already been proven in research, clinical research studies, to be protective. The Chinese have been using it in Chinese medicine forever for cardiovascular and respiratory disease. It's great for bronchitis. It's great for coughs. And it's been used for centuries so it's amazing that if you have something and you're given a drug, you literally can go find the, the thing in nature that does the same thing without any side effects, without wrecking the gut microbiome. Matter of fact, it helps the gut microbiome. So not only are you treating whatever that disease is, you're also supporting the gut. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, having an apothecary, you must see this type of thing a lot. I know that you also carry another brand that we love, Real Mushrooms, who offers a powdered extract, but are you seeing a difference between like even using powdered versus a liquid? Had you used a powdered extract before? I did. I didn't. I mean, there's
1: no powdered uh, artist conch that I <laughs> I have ever found. So I, I did the cordyceps in the powder form, but I feel like the powder forms, the way I equate it in my like try to meet people where they're at and not overcomplicate things is the powders it's not that they don't work but they're more like a food they're more like a functional food food. supplement where i yeah where i consider the liquid extracts to be more medicinal like more potent fast acting like a medicine I
0: i love how you're saying that that that's awesome
1: and I mean, we know that, you know, I'm I'm not bashing powders. It's part of the reason I do like capsules over the the loose powder is the oxidation that occurs, and that's that's an issue. We want to be cognizant of how much of the stuff, like fish oils and stuff, is oxidizing before we even get it into our pets. So I like that the the liquid tinctures. They just they they pack more in them. You know, they pack more of a punch. So. In terms of if you're dealing with something severe, I always go to the liquid. If someone wants like an overall health maintenance, a good, you know, prebiotic, like a functional prebiotic, the the powders are really great for that. But if someone's dealing with cancer, you know, upper respiratory illness, something that's that's pretty severe, acute, I definitely always reach for the liquid stuff. And I like the combination. Th- that synergistic combination is much nicer than going, well, I have cordyceps and I have reishi and right. I have turkey tail <laughs> and I have five defenders. How many of these are you going to combine together? It, it for, for the simplicity of the owner's sake, because most people don't give their dog 15 supplements a day like <laughs> right, I do, <laughs> <too>. <laughs> they want it to just be all in one. It's a wonderful all in one. Thanks. Between that and full spectrum hemp, I'm like, here's the two things you need for like overall health. And you're going to be pretty much set with these two things in a fresh food right.
0: diet. And just so everyone knows that when you say full spectrum hemp, you mean you're using CBD dog health's heel on Brucey. Yes. Awesome. Um, and the. and I both take the, the heel. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I take, uh, the horsies for my rheumatoid arthritis. And sometimes if I'm having like an anxious night, I will take the horse calm to keep myself asleep through that 3am waking up, which I learned is hormonal. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, good. I admittedly have
1: all three horse bottles on my <laughs> kitchen shelf at all times for, for everybody. So yeah, I, l- exactly. I love it.
0: Well, that's why I love your store and expertise so much because it's true. When I first started working with mushrooms, I was using a powdered extract product and it was for Nina And I literally was putting a different powders in her food and creating mud. And she would eat almost everything, but it would get to the point where she was just like, what are you doing to my food? So this was so much easier. I also learned that, you know, putting in an organic vegetable glycerin is like uh, preserving it the day that it was extracted so it preserves it that same day. So does alcohol, but alcohol isn't doesn't work well with dogs, isn't recommended for use for dogs. So the next best thing is an organic vegetable glycerin or apple cider vinegar, which I don't know if you know that, but I'm like, oh yeah, that's dogs are going to love me putting apple cider vinegar in their mouth. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think the that. Uh, flavor of apple
1: cider vinegar is most dogs are not a fan no, of that unless, unless it's like mixed into bone broth. Exactly. It's,
0: You got to sneak it in. So that's why we went with the vegetable glycerin, organic vegetable glycerin as a preservative. And it just made more sense to me. And it was another way for me to also get in those adaptogenic herbs like ashwagandha or Bacopa miniri, which is amazing for the mind. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about some of those other adaptogenic herbs that we've included and what research shows how they work and what they can do for animals when we come back if you're like us your pets are part of the family that's why at cbd dog health we created a line of human-grade full-spectrum hemp products tailored specifically to your furry friends needs whether they're suffering from fear of fireworks arthritis from old age or even seizures and cancer research shows that a high quality cbd oil can make a big difference for them enter coupon code radio at cbddoghealth.com for 15 percent off your first order That's R-A-D-I-O. CBD Dog Health. Healing Naturally. And we're back with Krista Fox, Doree, I always forget you have a a new last name. I always forget that because Krista Fox sounds like a, a movie star or something. So that's why I always remember you from that. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's generally what people know
1: me by. So I just keep it that way. That's fine. My my husband's a, a good man and doesn't care. Good, that
0: much. good. And he's your partner in crime at the Pug and Hound Apothecary, and he is, is a wealth of inform has a wealth of information. We've had you both on before the podcast. Yeah. But today we're talking about mushrooms and the mushrooms that help support dogs' cardiovascular health and respiratory health, especially when they get older or those that are dealing with mm. the word I can never say, brachycephalic. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> which so many. Brachies, just call Brachies. Brachies, I do like that better. Brachies, the pugs, the Frenchies, the bulldogs with the flat Noses, faces that have so many breathing issues. It's so funny. I just saw someone post something the other day that showed the dog that won some competition and how his nose was completely smashed and then showing the guy who's ethically breeding them and has an actual snout and they're like, what's wrong with this picture here? Yeah. I don't think people understand. uh, (laughs) If you're going to get one of these dogs, most of them have issues. You're going to want to make sure that you're prepared or go to a reputable breeder that knows what they're doing. They're really cute, but they have tons of issues, especially when they get older. And when you mentioned Brucie, where the, the, mucus started going back instead of out. I have seen that happen so many times. And just these dogs start running and can't, can't breathe and can't get it. We The reason that there is a Frenchie on CB, as CBD dog health logo is because A, I didn't lose a dog, but a client lost their dog to not being able to breathe. Its trachea was so small, the vet couldn't even get a tube down its throat, and we're seeing this over and over again at my store, and I'm sure you're seeing it at your store or hear stories of it. So the drugs that are offered to these poor dogs don't necessarily help them and make things worse. What were some of the pharmaceuticals that were prescribed? Because they don't really know how to deal with it, do they? Besides surgery, no, no,
1: no it's it's a lot. It's a lot of guessing. So usually the first uh, route is antibiotics, which are unfortunately probably the most dangerous long-term route. And what's the
0: thought there? To get rid of the mucus?
1: Yeah, that there's some type of, you know, upper respiratory infection. Because, I mean, even when Bruce was snorting out the the snot, sometimes it was clear, sometimes it was yellow. So, of course, you know, if it's colored, it must be infection, blah, blah, blah. So, they put him on antibiotics, thinking it was a bacterial issue. But, of course, we all know that when you when you do especially oral antibiotics, and I did nebulized antibiotics as well. Wow! You wipe out the microbiome, and bacteria and fungus have to live in, in harmony. And when you wipe out one, you let allow the other to proliferate. So fungus will proliferate in the case of antibiotics being used. So of course, Bruce was also put on antifungals to try to deal with it in a different way. That did not work. We tried antihistamines, thinking you know this is an allergy. Let's try antihistamines. Antihistamines also have issues associated with them as well, which in my experience, conventional vets downplay a lot. They think they're pretty much harmless when they're more like a dam effect. They don't really stop histamines from, you know, being produced. They stop them from being released, but you have to keep going up and up in dosage because you're just building a dam. And then when you take them off of it, you have what you would think would happen when you open up a dam, you have a, a surge and you have a worsening of symptoms. Not to mention just it's 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 another form of suppression. Conventional medicine is all about suppression. You suppress, 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 suppress. And I did that with Bruce and I learned it the hard way that the more you suppress, it's going to be like a balloon. It's going to come out the other end. And he had some serious health setbacks as a result of me, you know, trying to do these traditional pharmaceutical options that did not work. So like I said, Bruce is always teaching me. So. And these
0: are basically the options that you were taught in school also and that you had been practicing in vet offices all over, even though, see, that's what doesn't yeah. ever make sense to me. It doesn't work. So why do they keep on doing it? Do they think they're going to have a different outcome on the next dog? Or that's all they have. I think it's just the only tools they have. So it's,
1: you know, they use the tools that are in their toolbox and conventional vets really only have antibiotics and steroids and, you know, pharmaceuticals to rely on. So that's all they could give me, you know, hoping that that would help. But (laughs) most of the vets that work with Bruce are like, I don't know anymore. I don't know what to tell you here. This is just Bruce. And I'm like, come on. It's not like he's some sort of medical anomaly. There are dogs like him.
0: And everything you discover is going to help other dogs. Yeah, and that that
1: it it definitely, I mean, that breathe tincture has been such a godsend. I had a woman I met at a 5K and she had a French bulldog that was having breathing issues. I'm like, just as she actually bought it out of our tent, which never happens. (laughs) And she came back two weeks later. She's like, oh my God, this stuff is amazing. I'm like, I know, right? Isn't this awesome? So she is a, every two weeks, she comes in and, and gets another bottle. She goes through a lot. Obviously, she gives a high dose, but. She doesn't care because she loves it and her dog can breathe better and she can go on walks and and enjoy life without like, why is he hacking and snorting and making all these terrible noises? Now he's comfortable. Yeah, Frenchies are in some ways the worst in terms of the noises that they make. I know, I know. If you can get relief from that, from something that's natural, doesn't cause long-term harm, only can help the microbiome why not? Right. Why wouldn't right. you? Right.
0: And I don't think people understand that, that the only side effect are, are good ones, meaning it's, uh, it's complementing the microbiome instead of destroying it. And these are, it's not like this is new. So literally, if you wanted to take the bottle, looked at the four or five mushrooms on the side of the bottle and look them up on NIH NIH or Google Scholar, you're going to see page after page of clinical studies, research studies. Chinese medicine has been using them for years. This isn't new. We're just bringing it back because remember, we can't patent nature. We can't patent nature something that grows in nature and make a bajillion dollars off of it. So that's why a pharmaceutical company isn't going to do it. They're literally going to take, just like they do in cannabis, try to take one of the two or the compounds like they do in Japan, as a matter of fact, with turkey tail. PSK and PSP are two compounds that they research and proved that they kill cancer cells. And so those are, you know, used as anti-cancer drugs over in Japan. Most of the turkey tail products on the market have not been extracted and you have to do a dual extraction of hot water. We actually do it two or three times and alcohol to get PSK and PSP. But guess what, guys? There's no lab test, no gener- no guidelines, no anything for the mushroom industry to get tested and proved. I can't even get a test that proves that my tincture has PSK and PSP in it. But it does. So these are the types of things that you know, we're going to try to be advocates in the industry like we have with hemp where there's COAs that have to go with all of them that will show you the beta-glucans, what compounds, what beta-glucans are actually in it so that when we start teaching you about the individual compounds, you'll be able to go to a COA and go, yep, there it is, there it is, there it is, just like you do for CBD and THC and CBG and all the others. But- what are some of the other crazy drugs? I mean, I'm going to guess that you were given steroids probably yeah, at some point. Did prednisone. Allergy meds probably got blamed at some point. Heart meds. I know that's another thing that, like, I'm thinking about the journey that Odie's gone through, and Odie doesn't necessarily have issues. He's just really old. So, they would, he'd be, he's been diagnosed with everything. It's crazy because they don't know. And then they're giving drugs for that thing and it's the wrong diagnosis. It's nuts. So, yeah, it's and it's that's the thing. It can be
1: it can be very dangerous when these drugs are just given out as kind of guesswork instead of, you know, trying to figure this out, but I mean, just like, you know, medicine likes to suppress symptoms. They like to suppress information. So when it comes to resources for information on natural remedies, you it's it's going to be harder to find and it just These animals suffer, and there's so many long-term effects. I mean, I know that uh, despite what I do now for Bruce, there are some things that are just permanently compromised because of the drugs that I've given him over his life. So I just do the best I can, but between the the antibiotics and antifungals that he's been on and and the multiple times he's been on steroids, it's like, oh, I just wish that there was a way to get this information out there without being blacklisted. Right.
0: Oh, that's what... That's one of the reasons we do this podcast is to try, you know, another avenue for us to get this information out. It's funny because you mentioned antibacterial, antiviral, you know, all of these things control the immune system, suppress the immune system. These are all things that mushrooms do naturally without the ho- the harsh side effect. So they are already naturally an antibiotic. But same thing with hemp. All of these things are natural antibacterials, antiparasitic, chaga, I couldn't remember which one was used in, no, cordyceps, infectious disease and parasitic diseases, disorders of the liver. So it even helps the liver uh, get back, which of course the liver is important because that's what's dealing with all the synthetics that are in a pharmaceutical is your poor liver, right?
1: Well, and yeah,
0: not to mention people forget
1: the liver is, is basically a giant lymph node it's going to react to whatever is going on in the body. Whether We always think about the liver as a filtering organ, but it is a big lymph node. So when there is chronic stress in the body, the liver is going to get inflamed. It's not just chemicals being processed. There are a whole lot of things that will, you know, compromise the integrity of the liver. So supporting that at all times, especially for senior dogs, because metabolic activity is reduced. There's They need more help. They need more support. They don't need more suppression. They need more support, but the right kind of support. You can't just, you know without any discretion, just boost an immune system of a dog, like that's not always what they need, especially if they're dealing with allergies. We need things that modulate the immune system, which is why cannabis and mushrooms are so beautiful because they work with the body to fine tune it instead of just overriding
0: all of the body's functions. Yep, exactly. And that's what these adaptogens do also is these adaptogenic herbs like ashwagandha, which everybody's hearing about now. I see it now on bone broth and constantly in the human side of things. But it is like those of you who live in the natural world have used milk thistle, which is also an adaptogen, or frankincense, or turmeric. All of these amazing plants all share these properties. But ashwagandha is also in the breathe tincture because it is just overwhelmingly supportive and makes things so synergistic. I wanna put it in everything. (laughs) In your coffee, in anything, um, because it works so well. But that's another thing that is amazing for the cardiovascular health Mm -hmm. and how it supports. And again, all of these herbs and mushrooms you can look up, and find years and years of clinical studies and research. And they're all safe. So there isn't, uh, your dogs can't overdose on them. You can't get too many. Mushrooms, for instance, are 80% water. So you literally would be impossible for you to get too much. So it's even safer than an, an oil that's out there. What are some of the other stories you're hearing from your customers using the tinctures? Like, What else do you think it helps with besides geriatric or breathing problems
1: so I think you know the the geriatric is is broad in terms of what it can help with but I think just overall um, I hate to say vitality because there's a vitality formula but overall just balance where the the dog just seems to be, you know, more lively, brighter, definitely the cognitive function part helps regardless of whether there's lion's mane in there. They all have, uh, they all help because they're all adaptogens and they help the body deal with stress, which I think that's the important part of the the geriatric component and actually any dog because they're all, they all deal deal with stressors. And I think having those adaptogens in there really helps their HPA axis function manage stress better even with bruce he's a little fiery guy very barky and reactive and it even balanced him out a little bit more awesome. i think the other undertone of all of this yes it helps with with breathing issues and geriatric issues but it helps the immune system so it helps them fight you know, foreign invaders, infections that might be in the atmosphere. I mean, Bruce gets exposed to a lot of different dogs in a lot of different environments week to week. So I love having that on board as just kind of like a safety yeah. vest for him, that I know that his immune system is always being supported. Since his bleeding disease came back last month, I I was really adamant about keeping him on the mushrooms while he was on prednisone because prednisone is an immunosuppressant, and he unfortunately had to be on that kind of dose for a week and so I was like, OK, I got to have these mushrooms on here it, on, on board so that he is not falling between the cracks and going to be vulnerable to stuff. So I think that that overall immune health and that gut microbiome benefit that's just built into every tincture is is amazing. Not to mention, you know, the the palatability like dogs love it. So it's really easy to give them. But I I do like you know, the, the qualities that astragalus has, that that's built into to everything. I mean, obviously, it's really great for respiratory issues, but helpful for the immune system overall, helpful, you know, support the liver. It's just a nice additive there. So I think there's these hidden hidden things that might be kind of low-key that owners might not notice as much that might be kind of more subtle. But it just shows how much it helps bring balance to the body where the dog is just a more balanced being overall because it has, has the, the mushrooms on board to help. I agree. And the energy, the energy of the cordyceps. Yes. That's that. I like that yeah. too.
0: Great energy. I definitely see a pep in this step. What happens right now when, cause I know what a dog that is a geriatric dog and maybe suffering from signs, starting to show signs of dementia. If a, if a person comes into a vet office and says, Hey, I think my dog's, has dementia or he's just like, I find him wandering around or he's restless at night. What, what are they told or offered? So
1: there is one dog dementia drug. What is it called? Oh gosh. It's like selenoquil or something. I forget what it's called. I got to look it up now. Uh, yeah. SenaLife or Anil- Anapril, which oh, are I've pharmaceutical, you know, cognitive in- enhancers. And what are they? Well, I mean, the way they work It's helpful, but it just like all pharmaceuticals, they're kind of like an overrider. So to not get too complicated in terms of of what Anapril is, because it's a selective monoamine oxidase B inhibitor, which most people, unless they have a medical degree, are not going to really get that. But it's basically going to help like dopamine levels get increased in the dog, just help them. Feel better, like, you know, up their mood. And we know that people with like ADHD or cognitive dysfunction generally have lower dopamine levels. So elevating those dopamine levels will help them function better. But in terms of like overall synergistically helping the body on like a a broad spectrum, it's not going to do a whole lot. And from my experience in the vet hospitals, people will do it. They'll do it for a couple months. They'll notice minimal benefits from it but then they're like well they're, they're still you know getting lost in the corner they're you know they're a little bit happier and they're not so depressed
0: so it's more like it's an antidepressant more than dealing with the cognitive dysfunction. So that's why I feel like there is nothing else out there like lion's mane mushrooms, which have already been proven to be regenerative, <laughs> regenerate neurons instead of degenerate and regrow our telomeres, which I don't know anything else, especially a nat- all-natural product <laughs> found in a mushroom. So Uh, I can feel a difference when I take lion's mane. I see a huge difference in Odie, who's 16 and a half now, years old. And it is a, I've done experiments. You don't give him his heel and his mushroom at night, and he's going to be up. He's going to be up wandering. He's going to, whether... I've watched him just wandering around. Do I do I want to drink? Do I want to go pee? I'll pick him up, go downstairs, take me to pee. Nope, doesn't want to pee. Gonna go get another drink of water. So it you definitely see those things go away. So if you're a pet parent wondering why that's happening at night and you got an old dog, that's probably what it is. And a simple combination of mushrooms are going to help you with that and a full spectrum hemp extract.
1: And not to mention that like the, and I'll, Anapril, I can never say it right. I'm sure it's pronounced 15 different ways. But it it protects existing nerves, but it doesn't regrow like lion's mane right. does with the nerve, nerve growth factor. So it's still like there's nothing that you can find pharmaceutically that is going to compare. Uh, I, I just, it, it, there's just nothing out there. And, and I think it's just a problem when we try to selectively take out parts of plants and use them just like milk thistle is a great example like silymarin. Right. Yeah, that's that's one of the most active components of milk thistle, but using it on its own is not as effective as using the whole plant. That's right. So, when we keep we keep doing this in the pharmaceutical world like, "Oh, we we know that this plant does this. Let's extract just that part out of that plant." It's like, "Do you really think that nature made plants and had to wait for us to evolve millions of years to selectively take parts out of them to get the benefit?" No, they were meant to be consumed On their own, in in their whole plant form. Obviously, there's certain parts of the plants that do certain things like, you know, cannabis is a great example. The stems and the seeds and the leaves are not going to have as many medicinal components. Same with the fruiting body and the mycelium of mushrooms. But regardless, they are meant to be taken as a whole, not just like pulled and extracted and synthesized. And that's where you deal with those side effects because the body isn't meant to have these massive concentrated doses that just overwhelm their receptors that it's we just uh, we're just so backwards with the thinking when it comes to plants and how how they're supposed to be used. And
0: let's think about animals in the wild. What What do they do when they get sick? They go find the plant or the mushroom that'll make them feel better. They don't get a prescription for pharmaceutical. So it totally makes sense. It's nature. And this is probably, it's not probably, it is what they do in nature to, whether it's to like your dog going out to eat grass to settle its stomach or. That's a great
1: one. The grass one is something I talk about a lot with my customers. I'm like, do you notice when your dog's eating grass that they're going to a specific part of the lawn? The answer is always yes. And I'm like, is it it where there is a flat blade that kind of bends at the top? They're like, yeah, that's the one they're eating. I'm like, that's couch grass. That's an herb. Awesome. I know you look at it as grass, but your dog knows. Your dog's innate biology knows when they sniff that grass, that's the herb that's going to be a natural stomach soother, a natural diuretic. That's They're seeking out the things in nature. I tell people that all the time. They're way smarter than we get. And it's them like instinct, for. too.
0: Because,
1: yeah. If they were out in nature, they would know how to seek these things out. It's our responsibility to help them do that in this modern world where they're so isolated from nature. I mean, most dogs get out for less than 15 minutes a day and that's a total crime. So how are they supposed to you know, seek
0: out what they need in nature when they're not exposed to nature anymore? We have to do that for them. Exactly. So bring them nature instead of a pharmaceutical because they're not searching for that out in nature to help them. So find, go back to nature. Yeah. And then of course, when you're looking for a product, especially a mushroom product, you're going to want to make sure that it is an extract of the fruiting body. Mushrooms on a whole are a great functional food too. So if you're cooking up your shiitake or mataki mushrooms, you can go ahead and feed some of those to your dogs. They're great for them. They're a great snack. Chitin is an incredible and soluble fiber. So absolutely can feed them to your dogs. But if you're looking for a medicine, I would go with a tincture and I would make sure that's an extract of the fruiting body only not the mycelial biomass the substrate the primordia all that are signs that they are growing them on some sort of oat or rice substrate and literally they throw the whole darn thing in and grind it up and call it medicine and it is not so
1: it's a tricky world with supplements you 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 got to know and do your homework because i mean that's why i do what i do at my stores cuz like you can find about a million things online so that'll lie to you and put a put a fancy label on there and you have no idea how to decipher what's good and what's not because these companies are all just in it for a buck, especially C B D and cannabis companies. Good lord I think
0: that the number one thing is to look at the person behind it, behind the brand. Cause every time I find a good product, I can find the person behind the brand. And it's usually a smaller company because we're not focused on profits, we're focused on creating the best. Uh, purest natural medicine versus let's cut it so we can make more money. You know, I don't have to use cocoa therapies, MCT oil, virgin organic MCT oil. I could use the stuff that's, oh, my God, not even the third of a co- of the cost to do it, but I won't. Yeah. A big barrel of it. You could get from some food supply company. But same thing with yeah. lavender essential oil. I could go buy, um, they come from plants that are grown on a biodynamic farm. So it's all that is very intentional. And that's why it works so well is that these are old plants that are being extracted from their flower or fruiting bodies and put into a bottle preserved and given to your dog and they're all natural and they do amazing things. Krista, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your experience with Brucey. We love him so much and I am thrilled. It's one of my favorite things that I'm able to help him with something that I created. I love him so much, and I'm glad that we can help. Thank you for being on, Brucey.
1: He said thank you. I'm o- I'm always happy to come on and talk to you. I I, I just love what you do, and I am so proud to to sell your products. I'm not just like blowing smoke up your butt here, <laughs> but I do tell people exactly what you just said. I'm like, you know, she took the time to research this and figure out what the best way to make this was before she released this product. She didn't just go, oh, mushrooms are really popular. Just throw some in a jar and give some to people. You figured out a way to make synergistic, beautiful blends for specific concerns that just work amazingly because they have so much thought put into them. So thank you. I'm always happy to come on here and talk about talk about these products and they work so great for Bruce and for me and for all of our dogs and lots of our human customers as well. So well, thank you for we, being we love Michael Thank
0: you for being a holistic ally and sharing your knowledge with not only your customers, but our listeners and everyone you come in contact with. We really appreciate you. Absolutely. It's easy to do. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> Thanks, Krista. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please make sure to leave us a review wherever you're listening from. This is the best way to help pet parents like you find these episodes and get access to all our content. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Your Natural Dog and at AngelaArtelino.com.
1: Introducing MycoDog, an award winning line of medicinal mushroom extracts combined with adaptogens like ashwagandha, astragalus root, and Bacopa monieri, made specifically for your pets. When it comes to mushrooms, sourcing really matters. Unlike other products on the market that are grown in China or elsewhere, the mushrooms in MycoDog tinctures are grown here in the United States to the highest quality standards. MycoDog offers three formulas designed to support senior dogs, as well as those suffering from dementia and canine cognitive disorder, breathing and respiratory issues, or autoimmune diseases and cancer. Use coupon code Podcast at MycoDog.com for 10% off these fantastic fungi.